Now, you're announcing a new scheme to help people start up businesses today. Clearly, businesses are key to economic success and creating jobs. But government traditionally doesn't have a great track record of picking winners, does it? No, that's absolutely right. But what these two schemes that we've been running for some time now, what they do um, is help people who've got a great business idea and who want to take the first steps of getting it going. So the new enterprise allowance is there. If you're in a job centre, you're claiming unemployment benefit, there's the option of starting out on your own and you get some mentoring and some help help and a weekly allowance. And that's been a massive success. We're on target to have, you know, 40,000 new businesses established under this scheme. It mirrored something Margaret Thatcher did in the 1980s, and uh, I'm really proud of it. The startup loans is is even bigger and more ambitious because that makes available uh, loans, sometimes up to as much as £20,000 to people who have a business idea. And again, you know, between the two schemes, we've already got 30,000 businesses up and running. I've just been meeting some of them next door in in number 10. And one or two of these businesses only going for a year are employing, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, even in one case, 11 people. Now, this is going to be one of the ways we we crack unemployment in our country. So it's not business. It's not government coming up with ideas. It's people. And we're saying we'll give you some help to to get things underway. And can people be taught to be entrepreneurs? Isn't it something that actually comes naturally? I think it's probably a mixture. Look, you've got to have the idea and you've got to have the bravery, which, you know, lots of us don't have of saying, I'm going to, instead of going to work for a small business or a large business or some state enterprise, I'm going to start up on my own. You've got to have that courage and that bravery. But a lot of businesses can fail in the early days because of cash flow or other problems that you can be taught about. And uh, the business mentors do an absolutely brilliant job at helping these people avoid some of the, the early pitfalls. Some people will say, though, if you're spending £42 billion on HS2, you're only spending £69 million to promote this. That's a bit of a drop in the ocean, isn't it? Well, I think, you know, on HS2, remember, this is an enormous north-south railway line that is going to be built across decades uh, and is only taking a share of transport investment. I think people can just look at that one figure uh, and, uh, and rather misinterpret it. Here, what we're doing is spending the money as fast as it's needed. Frankly, if more people come forward and want startup loans, or if more people in job centres say, I want the new enterprise allowance, I will make that money available. This was an idea, you know, born in Downing Street. I'm passionate about it. I got David Young, who used to work for Mrs. Thatcher, back into the building to give it added verve. And if we can get more businesses started, don't worry, I will knock on the door of number 11 Downing Street and make sure uh, that the occupant uh, coughs up. Because you it's need a... to do more than knock, maybe. Bash it down. No, no, I don't have to do that. We have a very good relationship. This is not like uh, previous <laughs> governments. But the point is this. This, in a way, is quite demand-driven. If more people want to start start up businesses, if more people want to get involved in these schemes, you know, I will make the money available. Why do so few people with business experience go into politics? Oh, that's a good question. I think, um, well, some people love their business lives and uh, look at politics as um, a rather bizarre thing to do. Those of us in politics, I'm passionate about public life, about public service, and I, I, I love what I do. I think sometimes business people look at it and also think of... Uh, all the things that politics brings with it um, about being in the public eye, and that puts a lot of people off. I think what we've got to get better at is trying to encourage business people into politics and find a way of making the most of their their brilliance. I mean, I think David Young's a great example. I think Paul Dighton, who did such a good job 
at the 2012 Olympics. We've got him running infrastructure in the Treasury, and he seems to have taken to it like a duck to water. So I think we've got to help get good business people into politics. Ian Livingston, you know, boss of British Telecom, BT, he's coming to be my trade minister. This, I'm thrilled with this. It's a really big hire from business to politics. So it can be done. Now, I'm sure every Thursday morning at nine you're listening to Call Clegg on LBC. Um, Nick Clegg was on this morning talking to Nick Ferrari and he said dawn is breaking over the economy. Um, isn't that the same as saying green, there are green shoots? Well, um, I, uh, look, I'll leave the Deputy Prime Minister to, to choose his own metaphors. Um, I think we've all been very careful not to uh, say... Uh, that this job is done. It isn't. We are starting out on, you know, down the right track. The economy is turning a corner. The jobs are being created. The businesses are starting up. But there's a hell of a lot of work to do to pay down the debts, deal with the deficit, help businesses grow, make Britain a success. You know, there's no complacency. And I know the Deputy Prime Minister uh, hasn't got any complacency about this either. But when you hear Nick Clegg using that kind of language, you contrast it with what Vince Cable says, who made a speech um, a couple of days ago, which I thought was really talking down the economy. He suggests the Chancellor shouldn't go ahead with the Help to Buy scheme. How do you release your frustration about Vince Cable? Well, I think when you look at what Vince actually said, he, he actually said that the Chancellor um, got the tone right in, in his remarks. Oh, but you always have to read between the lines, don't you? Well, um, I prefer to read the speech rather than the <laughs> briefing that sometimes accompanies the speech by, you know, so-called friends of whoever it is. But, but uh, you know, Vince is doing a good job in the business department. This morning, he and I were sitting around the breakfast table with the leading lights of Britain's music industry, which is having a bumper year. Uh, It's a great export success. And so um, it's not right to cast Vince as a sort of perpetual Jeremiah. He does, you know, he he can brighten up from time to time. Now, you come under attack from Francois Hollande and José Manuel Barroso in the last couple of days. Um, What's your reaction to them interfering in Britain's politics? Um, Well, I think that the you know, look, you've got to take the rough and the smooth in this job, and I sometimes tell other people what to do, and sometimes people give you a bit of advice as well. I mean, the Barroso thing did annoy me, because frankly, you know, his job is to serve the members of the European Union, and, you know, the British Conservatives in the European Parliament are an important party, they're the governing party of the United Kingdom, and uh, he should be respecting their views, rather than uh, trying to trying to lecture them. Um, they've got an important contribution to make and, and and I think he got it wrong and I'll tell him that when I, we have a good relationship I get on with him we sometimes um, have some pretty robust exchanges uh, and I suspect this will probably be one of them I, I don't know but I mean Francois Hollande I get on with very well he's a extremely uh, reasonable uh, fellow so well obviously so different part of the political uh, family but actually over the issue of Syria we've worked very closely together um, I think, you know, Britain and France, we always have our disagreements. I mean, they go back a very, very long time. But actually, today, the British-French military relationship, defence relationship, is very, very strong. And one of the things that struck me about, about, about Francois Hollande when he turned up, he was just as keen as Sarkozy uh, to see that military cooperation continue, and, 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 and so am I. Final very quick question. Do you think you should have gone to Specsavers? Um, uh, I, I, uh, I'm very happy with the specs that I've got. I'm not very happy that I've got them. Um, you know, like a lot of men at my age, I suspect I was holding the page further and further away from me and then suddenly realized that, uh, either my arms weren't long enough or it was time to get a pair of glasses. So, um, I opted for the glasses. So, but I'm getting used to them. It's early days.